Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening to Life Point. I'm your host, Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you're here with me. I am so privileged. I have not, not only a dear friend of mine, but also an incredible uh, associate pastor of mine, uh, Pastor T.J. Samuelu. And T.J. has been on staff with me for three years, and uh, and we're hoping a future is bright for him as a, as a senior pastor. I'm hoping someday, possibly, that he might even take over the church. Who knows? That's up to the church, but I, he certainly got my vote. But anyway, with that said, I want to say uh, T.J. just got back from a trip to Kenya, uh, to Nairobi, with Dr. Vincent Katuku, who uh, runs a school there. And Dr. Katuku's ministry we support at the church. And uh, not only that, we love Vincent. Vincent's a great friend and a and he's uh, somebody, too, that actually comes to our church quite a bit, and uh, we're so thankful to have them. But, uh, T.J., you got the great opportunity. Number one, great to have you. Thank you. Good yeah. to be here. And uh, I hope someday you're on this side of the mic and I'm on your side and, and on occasion because, you know, I'm getting old, and, you know, that's, things got to change. But On behalf of all of us, though, I think you do a really good job, and we're grateful for your oh, ministry. So. You, you are very kind because you are very close. And I, I told T.J. he was gone for about 10 days. He left me, and— and I went through a few little issues I was tired of dealing with, and TJ, who I usually cry on my shoulder uh, on his shoulder too. He has big shoulders, and uh, I cry on my shoulders to him. But I was so glad that he came home. But so you got to go with Vincent to uh, Kenya. Yeah. So like you mentioned, uh, at Cloverdale, we get the opportunity to be partners with a lot of really cool things, both locally and globally, and a chance to um, partner with them in ministry and to see kingdom work being done uh, all over the valley as well as all over the world. And uh, this specific one took us to Kenya, uh, Africa. And um, so we flew into Nairobi and then traveled out about 60 kilometers, a little over 40 miles or so thereabout. Um, Not real good with that uh, conversion, but about an hour and a half drive. The roads aren't great. Um, and we got a chance to go out to see Caring Hearts High School. And that's a part of, as you said, Dr. Katuku's um, ministry. That's a part of the Caring Hearts and Hands of Hope um, that he does. And so we got a chance to go in and check on him. And it's a, a girls' school that has a little over 200 girls that stay on campus. It's a boarding school. Um, they have a dormitory and, and a lot of things. And um, there's a lot of reasons why they do that. But um, it was really good to see all that and, and be a part of it, to see how God's at work. And I'm so thankful because you were able to share the church. So we saw a bunch of videos and of uh, pictures, and so I was able to see that uh, firsthand. And it was so neat. Those girls seemed so incredibly happy. Yeah, and that's genuine. I mean, I think you see that, and I think they are given a filter. You know, like I said before, um, as pastors, we present filters for people. Maybe they don't see um, on their own, but they get a chance to see the gospel or different things being um, presented to them and maybe a way that they didn't see God around. These girls have that same impact because of the education and the opportunity and even the presentation of the gospel that they get a chance to see something maybe they didn't even know was possible. And this is a boarding school, so they live there. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons um, that they would live there, and many of them are to keep them safe. Um, because you can imagine if you went to a watering hole um, to wash your clothes or to bathe or, or to do anything, there's the opportunity that you could become raped or um, you know that you could be stolen or abducted. There's a lot of different things that could happen that are just not best for the girl. And um, 
you know, Dr. Katuku also makes sure that they're there um, because if they go home, you're dealing with a lot of uh, families that don't have a lot of means. And if they go home, it may be easier for the family to just marry them off and maybe get something in return than to have them continue the course of finishing school. So there's a lot of reasons why them staying on campus as well as, you know, the health of having good meals and different things. There's a lot of reasons, but, yeah, it, it, it does fit a need that they have there. Well, that school was pretty uh, neat looking at, and it looks like a pretty good school when you think of being out in the rural. And, I mean, the roads, and the lawn, they're not lawns. They're all dirt. Everything's dirt back there. But but it was it was a decent uh, facility considering the situation. And Dr. Katuku has had such a vision for that, and we've wa- and you've watched that happen. And now, our church has been involved with building there and doing some things. We support two girls, Carol and Rachel, who you were able to interview, uh, in fact, and talk to, and you showed us a picture of them. And to know the realness of that it's not just something, we're not just supporting something that the money goes in the air. It is a real deal. Yeah, and those girls know that, you know, because they have correspondence and stuff where they write back and they want to share what is happening and taking place in their life. And they, again, alluding back to that smile that you talked about, they are grateful. And I think that a lot of that smile that fuels that, and that's why it's genuine, is because there is a true gratefulness to what is happening in their life. So uh, both of those girls were really good uh, to just get a chance to to hug them, you know, to tell them um, that they are loved, that um, I was one person, but there is an entire church family behind me that loves them just as much. And um, kind of in my mind, I was thinking of this. I got a chance while I was there to have the girls wave goodbye or say hi to our congregation. And I thought, you know, I need to tell Pastor Tom next time we have like a big church function, we need to do like a Cloverdale say hi to them. So when we go on these trips that they can kind of see the magnitude of the people that are praying for them and supporting them. And um, not only just with their, you know, time and talent, but that treasure and and also in a spiritual way that they pray for these girls. That's a great idea. And that's something we need to do and follow up more on that. But it's to me as a pastor, you know, you get asked to support every mission. And we get letters all the time from everybody wants you to support them. We can only support so many people. But and, and you and I, especially TJ, we talk about wanting to make sure we support things that we know is being effective in changing lives. And this obviously is changing lives. Vincent obviously has had an incredible passion. He's raised uh, several million dollars in trying to make these things happen. And, and he's an amazing guy himself with his with his vision. And, uh, and But we have a lot of other missions, too. In fact, you probably got the same email I did from Egypt this morning and, and uh, how they want to do a uh, whatever that called live chat uh, sometime in the church, which I think we need to set up. This is the first time we talked about it because we haven't t- saw each other today yet. Yeah. But, uh, but things like that, it's it so in- exciting. So you went back there and you had the long trek, uh, sometimes an hour and a half, sometimes longer, depending on traffic out to the out to where the school was. And you got to do some things like paint and all sorts of things, but also see the mission. And not only that, I watched you. You got to play basketball against their girls' basketball team. Some of you uh, – Uh, visitors. Yeah. And, uh, you know, part of the backstory on that is the girls have been successful in that as well. And so they'd won, I think, three years in a row. 
and so they got a chance to have a trophy and so they wanted to take on some new competition and uh, we obliged that so uh, myself and a couple others that went there as well as one teacher from the staff we took them on and got a chance to play um, a little bit of basketball against them and it was a great time and just to even see again community as all the girls I mentioned the 200 that live on campus just come around and gather around as a community and it becomes an event so it was good to see. And, I, of course, we have a – somebody took a picture of TJ. He was over the rim by about eight inches. Uh, I asked him if he dunked. He said on that one he, he – uh, the ball fell out of his hands, but he's got a dunk earlier. But the kids – because, of course, you're a, you're a pretty big guy because those Canyon girls, uh, there were there were a couple that had some high, uh, height. In fact, I saw in the, the champions, the graduating class, I saw a couple of pretty tall girls. Yeah, and some of them were, were playing basketball. And, man, more power to them. Like you described some of the landscape – uh, the basketball court we were playing on, the one that you're talking about that I lost, uh, no excuse. Uh, I should have put it down, but like you have small hands. the uh, the dirt. I mean, you're playing on like dirt and all these unlevel areas. It's not like you know, even we think of outside on a flat cement area. Let alone we have indoor gyms on nice hardwood floors. Right. You put the ball down and you think it's coming back to your hand. It's kind of like uh-huh. a yo-yo. It shoots. You have yeah. to be prepared for a lot of things. And so, um, but it was really good, you know. And, and again, just to see that passion in their eyes and the excitement. I mean, it's like, you know, as a, as a dad of three, it's kind of like just seeing that joy and the opportunity. It's like why I enjoy Christmas again to see it through my kids' eyes, not because I get caught up in it. Um, we have a different reason for the season, but to see them enjoy different things for the first time through their eyes is pretty cool. It was so exciting to see. It really was. And and you <laughs> you got surprised oh, just a few weeks before you left. They asked you if you'd be the speaker for the graduation. And so that was kind of ironic. It was like, what? You know, and so you went and went back. We had some pictures of you uh, in front of all those girls. Uh, how did that go? Yeah, so, um, you know, backstory a little bit is uh, my wife, uh, we lost my mother-in-law the week before I went. Right. And so I was just, you know, running around, getting stuff done and anticipated. And, you know, I, to be transparent, I thought, man, oh, how good am I going to do? And I, I fretted about it and kind of were lamenting a little bit like a psalm over it. And uh, I got a chance to stop and I left my charger for my laptop at home. And on one of my layovers, God just kind of spoke to me and I got a chance to just pen it out, write it old school with pen and paper. And uh, then I was able to send that back to my wife and she typed it and got it ready for me. But um, it was one of the greatest experiences that I had to just be able to to share and encourage these young ladies. And as you alluded to, it was a celebration. So uh, statistically, that number for graduation, that move on from what is called Form 4. So their school system goes standard 1 through standard 8, which is like grades 1 through 8. And then you take a test to qualify for high school or what they consider Form 1 through 4 instead of 9 through 12. And uh, these girls were finishing Form 4 at Caring Hearts. And then national average to move on from there to university is somewhere in the teens, 13, 14% or so. And we saw of those champions at Caring Hearts, we saw about 46, 47, just under 50% of those girls are qualifying to go to university. So a huge opportunity for them and a great opportunity for me to just encourage them as they launch out into the new season of their life where possibilities and opportunities will be bigger than they even imagined. 
Well, that's awesome. And, and TJ, tomorrow we're going to uh, talk more about this and some fun things that you did there too. And But I'm telling you what, be praying for Vincent Katuku and his the school, uh, the Caring Heart School over there. It's just it's terrific. And I'm so glad to have TJ go to really see what's going on as we share our ministry dollars with them because we want great things to happen. TJ, thanks for coming today. Thanks for having me. Folks, tune in tomorrow. It's going to be a fun week. TJ's with me all week, and it's going to be a great time. Lord bless you. Have a wonderful day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.